0: Welcome to I Love My Baby And, a podcast where two therapists respond to listener submissions from moms like you that complete the sentence, I love my baby and, or is just a general wondering or comment on the absurdities of life as a parent.
1: We are so happy you're here. Let's jump in.
0: Ruby. Hello, Aaron. Tell us, what is our theme this week? Our theme
1: this week is struggling to accept the
0: changes that have happened in your life after having a baby. So I love my baby and help everything feels different. Mhm. All right. <laughs> Excellent. Great. I have a Travis and Taylor Ugh. update. Oh god. You've just Lives in Kansas once. I have lived in Kansas a time, but I just learned (laughs) for one time. Actually, I lived here in college, too. I've lived here two times. Um, Oh, yeah. I forgot you went to college there. Okay, fine. You're allowed. Apparently, she now lives like five minutes from me. I think you should reach out to her. I think you should send her a little basket of muffins. Not going to do that. But also, all I'm thinking about is like, oh, I really hope it doesn't make that target like with have security. Totally.
1: Do you think she goes to Target?
0: Oh, that's a good point. (laughs) Everyone
2: goes to Target. Mm, Do we? Do you not?
1: I am obsessed with Target. Oh, okay. But I'm not Taylor Swift. I just, I'm not, just to clarify for our listeners, I'm not a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. Isn't she
0: a billionaire? I I give off the vibe. (laughs) Billionaire? I don't know. I think... I think she just reached billionaire status, which is excellent. Get a girlfriend. Um, I'm kind of done her. talking about her and Travis now. I just needed to provide that brief update. <laughs> <laughs> it's like not it's like okay. Okay. I I agree, and yet you brought it up. Yes, because I didn't realize that she, she was like she living She doesn't shop at Target. We're making a lot of assumptions <laughs> about her right now and i don't even know if she actually lives there but travis purchased a home in johnson county kansas i think which is where i live um also oh my god i i am not so necessarily invested in this relationship cuz whatever but i am invested in the chiefs winning because when they don't i have to deal with my that's fair husband that's and his, fair and his disappointment i get it so rock Chalk jayhawk chiefs let's do this i don't th- i don't think that's what they say but that's okay
1: i don't know um, i don't know i went to see you and they started saying sco buffs yeah after i left that's like a new thing oh. i think it's like let's go but that was not a thing when i went there and now i have to say it as
0: if i care like no are you do you f- oh but they're like big this year because they got they have what's his name's coach yeah, but they've not been coach prime Deion mm. Sanders. Dan yeah, Sanders. They're
2: not very
1: good. That's I pretty I love that dope. we're talking about sports as if we, <laughs> <laughs> I have absolutely no, like when any sport is on TV, my, ki- my husband is a big Ravens fan. And when any sport, regardless of the sport is on TV, my kids are like, go Ravens, boo Steelers. And I'm like, yes, that's my understanding of sports too. Yeah. Like the Nuggets could be playing. And my kids are like, fuck the Steelers. (laughs) Like, forget the (laughs) nuggets exist. Uh, Excuse me. Champions. This does not in any way tie into our
0: theme today. No. Do you want to tell us Mm -mm. um, about the theme?
1: Yeah. So I think something that we hear both on social media and in the therapy room is an inability to accept the sheer volume of changes that are happening. At one time in your life after becoming a parent. Yes. And so we're going to
0: talk about it today. Ruby, are you ready? I'm ready. I love my baby and I'm having Mm -hmm. a really hard time prioritizing my relationships um, now that I've become a mom. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Also, it mentions putting time into relationships outside of your baby.
1: Yes. So that's, I mean, I I think, well, this is so multi-pronged. I think, and I'm making an assumption, that people struggle to accept that there is a new priority when the priority – in your life, your new baby is not really giving you much in return. Mm. And yet it still has to be a priority. Not for everybody, but like relationships are, we thrive in relationships that are reciprocal where we yeah. put in something and we get it back. You don't really get that with a newborn for for a few months. So to then have to prioritize a little person who's not Fulfilling you the way a friend might, or even a kid who's a little bit older might, it,
0: it's hard. Can you elaborate on that? Because I think you just touched on something really big. Can you elaborate yeah. on that fulfillment piece in terms yeah. of having a baby, maybe not feeling super fulfilled in the role? Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it can
1: really mess with people's heads when there's perhaps this narrative that once you become a parent it it's just this instinctual bond, this mm-hmm. instinctual my entire life has been leading up to this moment, and mm-hmm. while that may be true while you may like you're you have wanted to be a mom for as long as you can remember, and now the moment is here, and you're like. Okay, where where is this feeling of obsession? Yeah. Um I I think that can be kind of jarring for people and unexpected and make them doubt who they are as a parent,
0: which I agree. I, I challenge. Yeah. And I also don't think that we think about while we're preparing to grow our family that relationships do change after and our yeah. priorities yeah. do change after. And yes, I think oftentimes we think like we're growing our family and everything's going to stay the same. Um, all of my relationships are going to yeah. stay the same. My schedule is going to stay the same. And then right. it can be surprising right. when it doesn't. So – Yes. Feeling distant or prioritizing yeah. your relationships. What does that look like? What can that look like? What did it look like for you? Well, I,
1: I, Yes. So, <laughs> so I think – does that – yes. Yes. I think grief – I come back to grief a lot because I think a lot of this does have to do with grief. Grieving – not the end of a relationship with someone. Like let's say this person is married – your relationship with your partner is not ending, but the way it was prior to becoming parents is at, let's say temporarily on on pause mm-hmm. and that can be extremely upsetting for people um either if it's a partner if it's a your your relationship with your parent changes, your parent changes mm-hmm. a sibling um your own identity. Your own, like the relationship you have with yourself. Yeah. It's just, I think there's a lot there that you mourn or grieve without necessarily calling it that because we have a tendency to associate the grief process with death. And obviously, this yeah. is the
0: opposite of death. This is, I was life just coming into the world. I was just going to ask you to what? speak on that. Can you speak on that, the grief of growing?
1: no, I struggle with it tremendously. Yeah, Um, I remember, okay, this is like, maybe not. I think it's related. I remember (laughs) being like 10 years old and being like, I can't get like, there is so much like suffering and loss associated with getting older and like missing Mm -hmm. these old parts of my identities. My parents were like, that is the weirdest thing for a child to say, please go to (laughs) therapy. And so I did. It was amazing. (laughs) But (laughs) how old were you? A child, like elementary school, yeah. (laughs) later elementary school. I'm like, am I? I've absolutely been here before. That's a podcast for another time. But like, I just, it's funny. I have a friend. So I've talked about this a lot because I feel like I grieve like the stages of baby Mm -hmm. and of like my babies getting a little older, Mm -hmm. even though like I really wanted them to talk. And mm-hmm. now they talk and then I'm like, but I miss when they – I know. And oh I've
0: my talked God. about I, this with my friend. I cry <sighs> about weekly looking at pictures of my yes. kids' babies. Correct. Correct. I like, – I never get to hold also, them
1: again. I know. Yeah. I know. And so I talked with um, – I have a friend who's very good at being – because I'm like, oh my God, like I'm having so, – I'm so sad. Like tell me what to do. And she's like, I can't because yeah. I am very much the, of like – I." love the moments that these are like everything is developing into. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like how do I do that? Mm-hmm. Um you'd think the therapist could have a little insight and alas but I think yeah, I don't know. I think it just has to do with managing expectations. Mm-hmm. We- okay, as that was coming out of my mouth, I was like I don't like that because I th- <laughs> grief. I <laughs> shut up because i think grief is hard because you can't really prepare for it so what expectations are you managing if there is a comp- like you have absolutely no idea what to expect it's a new set of rules
0: totally totally so the other thing that comes up for me yeah go ahead no no i was just going to ask you um in terms of this is what i think about when i read this and of course this has a Like this is my assumption as well. But I think this is something that a lot of new parents go through is changes in their friendships. And so totally. Yep. Like that is a huge change that happens, especially if you become a parent and you're surrounded by people who aren't parenting Um, Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. to bring it because there's grief in that too.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. This was so not what I was going to say. I need to remember what I was going to say because I think Oh, I'm sorry. Related. I interrupted you. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, we did. No, no, no. Because I think this is also kind of important. Uh, and we did, we have an episode about like making mom friends mm-hmm. and sort of like grieving the relationships that are with your friends who don't have children. Not that your friendship ends with your friends who don't have children, but it looks different, right? Mm-hmm. You're not able to go out as easily as you once were. Yeah, yeah. Um even if you prioritize those relationships still, it's it's going to look different. Mm-hmm. And with that comes making f- friends with people at which like maybe you're not ready to do. And mm-hmm. I say I'm like bringing this back to the grief component of like personally and professionally when I talk about grief with people when they're in like the throes of of the hardest parts of grief. The idea of socializing and putting yourself out there is like the last thing that you want to do. Yeah. So then to apply that concept to being a new mom, going out and making friends, yeah, when you're in this space of like, but I I miss the way things were. Yeah. I guess I just I I like normalize that of like, that's okay if you're not ready to do that.
0: Also, if what we're talking, I was going to. Oops, sorry, I almost did it again. I, Go for it. Go for I it. I swear.
1: No, 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 no. Because no. I because I'm remember I'm remembering it really hard. Yes. So don't worry.
0: Are you sure? I got this. Okay. I was <laughs> yeah. all I was gonna say is that also like toddlers can be assholes, and if you mm. have a best friend mm-hmm. who doesn't have a kid and. You're trying to like integrate them it. into toddler life, and maybe your toddler's nice to them, maybe your toddler's not nice to them. And then things start to feel personal yeah. when, like, it's not, it's just toddlers, just they're like yeah. the least inhibited version of a human. Mm,
1: yep. To that end, I will also say, like, I and I am working on this, I'm on my own journey with this mm-hmm. of not caring what people have to think. Say or think about you with your kid in public, like oh, I really I oh. want my ch- that is me, and it's really bad. I want my children not ne- not as much anymore, but like I remember feeling so self conscious if my kid cried in public i would I would get very worked up, but by that's it what they do view. i i
2: know, yeah, I know, yeah,
1: but it didn't it wasn't it wasn't like. I, But then I'm just like, well, what is this bringing up for you? Why do you need to make yourself so small to make space for – whatever. Mm -hmm. But like it's just – yeah.
0: Yeah. Now I forgot. (laughs) I had a feeling that was going to (laughs) happen. I had had a feeling that was going to happen. Prioritizing relationships when everything changes.
1: Okay. So I also wonder – I'm like taking this into like deeper therapeutic levels of like – I wonder for this person, what is their role in relationship? And it could be Mm. as simple as like, I just miss my fucking friends and I miss Mm. my husband. Fine. Mm. But I also wonder like, what is their role in relationships? Are they like, are they the type of person who has to put themselves first? And so they're worried that their friends or partner or whomever is going to suffer because they're less available to them. Like that's, I I don't know. But that's that's one place
0: I went do you put yourself, are you a helper in the relationships in your life? So having a baby and being less available now makes you feel like you're letting everybody down or are you someone who really valued alone time or like being able to go out to dinner with your friends? Um, Something too, I think that, Well, I don't know for people who are having their first babies after like the largest wave of COVID, um, if that, if that's, I don't know if that's playing, well, let us know. I don't know if that's still playing a role in the new parenting experience. But I think for a lot of people who have toddlers right now who had newborns during COVID, it completely rearranged what relationships looked like. During the yeah. postpartum early parenting experience, because yeah, <laughs> you were parenting likely in a very small bubble. Yes, both of us. Yeah, I mean, had I a had baby a baby in early 2020. I had a baby in I had a May, baby in late twenty twenty, yep. May of twenty twenty yeah. when like no one even knew what this was yet, um, like right. the extent of it. Yeah, and right. our best like. I think we made one exception, our best, best friends, um, outside of family, our best, best friends. We took our daughter to their house. Everyone had to be masked. We were only outside and we weren't there for a very long time. Um, Yeah. And that, I mean, you know, strong, strong relationships that you prioritize. Like, I, I, maybe this is just me being idealistic and naive, but I feel like if you relationships that had strength before you had a baby are going to continue to have strength after. They're just going to yeah. look differently. And um there's a th- there's like a thread here for me of the theme of like motherhood and self-sacrifice, how we're just like expected. Mm. There's an expected or we feel that there's an expected level of self-sacrifice that's going to happen and how that mm-hmm. impacts our relationships also. Like, well, I guess I'm yeah. just never going to have be able to have alone time with my friends again. Right. Right.
1: Yes. Which I, I can't speak to. Yes. I see your <laughs> diet Coke with
0: the, I don't know. What are the can holders? I, you have the plastic rings that I need to cut so that the sea turtles can live forever. I do too. I shred them.
1: Yeah. Um. But the, the, I, it, it's impossible for me to speak to this idea that, like, of course, that's not the case, and you will see your friends and you will have date night. Like, I don't know everyone on the planet. I can't say that, but I know if it is something that is important to you, there are ways to make it happen. Yes, but, but it does look different. Eventually, so, so I still eventually, it, eventually, and it yeah. and it, but I, I, but I. I just want to leave space for like if it – if it's – if you're struggling to like accept that you don't want to have to like coordinate and figure all this shit out, you just want to see your friend, like it's okay if that makes you sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. Yes. But I but I appreciate what you had to say of like if the relationship had very strong roots prior to becoming a mom, I think the likelihood of it – being a a source of support for you is higher.
0: Yes. Um and to that point I would yeah. add, having a kid is a great time to kind of weed through which relationships you want and which relationships yeah. you don't want. Um yeah. it mm-hmm. do,
2: things do change. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, that's loaded. But yeah. And I yeah, I don't know. I'm I go back to like um like, what is it about the reprioritizing of friendships and relationships in your life that has been the hardest for you if this is something you're struggling with? Yeah. What does
0: it mean mm- to you that you have to do this? My immediate reaction is, yeah. I think that I'm. I wonder, I would ask if this were someone in the room with me, are yeah. you feeling lonely and disconnected? A million. I just got chills.
1: Cause I feel I I think yeah. a lot I I think a lot of this does come back to loneliness.
0: Yeah. And I don't think we speak enough to the loneliness that a lot of new parents, not even new parents, parents of one, two, three, four, five, like when you yep. are spending the majority of your time not with your peers, but with people, yep. little small people who your energy is really important to their development, it can feel mm-hmm. very lonely yeah yeah cure for loneliness in a later episode oh (laughs) stay tuned stay tuned what if my dog has the plague from the squirrel oh that's a good question and i would be thinking the exact same thing i don't know that i'm the right person to regulate that train of thought (laughs) because if it were my dog who had eaten a squirrel thank you
1: for being yeah I would TLDR have- everybody. My dog ate a squirrel, but she barfed it up shortly after. I, Can I'm you,
0: really does she have her? It. Does she have her rabies shots and all? Do squirrels get? Of course. See, you don't want me to start on this because it would lead immediately regret it. You were like, yeah. "Well, what about rabies?" I'm like, didn't
1: even think that, but now I am. Yeah. But she has a rabies shot. But like, do we get shots for the plague?
0: The like, if I, were, if I were a character in any dystopian anything, I would be the person <laughs> be that is hysterical. <laughs> like, full out. Completely the, hysterical.
1: The image, the, the image I have in my head right now <laughs> is just beautiful. Um, That's yeah, so good I, to know. I will not let you know if she or I develop okay. the Black Plague.
0: Okay. Like, I'd be kicked out of the like we're a new commune. They'd be like, "You need to calm the fuck down.
1: <laughs> you bring nothing to this.
0: I'm not great okay, in that's an emergency. What can I say? <laughs> okay, we all have our strengths. True. Yes.
1: <laughs> um, are you ready to, <laughs> for your submission? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Oof. Okay. I love my baby, and I didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't think I properly prepared for this. Circling back. I don't think I properly re- prepared for this. I didn't think in bold this much about my life would change.
0: Yeah. A thousand percent.
1: <laughs> yeah. So
0: this is actually something I think about a lot because there are pregnancy classes and birthing classes mm-hmm. and. There's a lot of baby books. There's a lot of developmental. Yes. There's a lot of support around acquiring parenting skills. Yes. But there isn't as much support around, so just validating how much change takes place in such a short period of time. And yep. the often held feeling that everything has changed for me, and nothing in the world has changed around me, and I'm mm. standing on an island with a screaming baby um I remember have i ever have I shared my first return to work story? I don't think so. So I was working in a hospital when my son jack when I was pregnant and had him, and the conversation that my husband and I had had was like, okay, so let's just see how this goes. I'll return to work at 12 weeks and we'll just see how it goes. Within three hours of my first day back, I, without consulting anyone, was like, hey, I'm going to be done in two weeks. Like, this isn't, I can't, like, no. Within three <laughs> hours. because, And but, I yeah. think- now looking back at that experience I think what it really was was I was not prepared for how different I was Mm going to feel in the same exact world I was in before and while it felt like everything around me had changed what had actually happened was I had changed and my priorities had Mm -hmm. changed and everything else remained the same and I felt like I felt I, I, it was a very, I'm sure a lot of parents experienced the same thing. Um, yeah. yeah, I,
1: yeah, this is okay. This, this wasn't supposed to be a grief episode, but everything is grief, whatever. Anyway, this is so perfect for the grief experience as well, because I hear again, personally and professionally, I, I, I work with clients experiencing grief a lot and, it's there's this theme of like going to going to the target we'll bring it back to target going to target after losing someone and being like how is everyone just living their lives right now yeah. how does everyone it, like no one knows what has happened to me i i am like the most traumatized obviously i mean with birth and becoming a not always can be but isn't trauma necessarily but like Everything that I've been through, everything I've experienced, the changes I've undergone, and like no one knows, and I'm just walking around here like do do like, oh yes, I didn't even think about this for motherhood yeah. too,
0: yes, like that feeling I mean, I don't know for myself that I would have would or would have I identi- done would or wouldn't have identified my experience as grief, I think so, i yes, I think I experienced it as like a tremendous amount of growth and reprioritizing mm. that mm. I hadn't anticipated. And yeah. so I'm wondering if this person is speaking, like when we say, pri- everyone, it's common for new parents to be like, my priorities totally changed overnight. But again, that kind of is like, that points to, to you had a baby and now your priority is the baby. But what about your relationship to self? And Totally how much of that has changed after yes. you've become a parent and what is the identity formation that you're going mm-hmm. through as a new mom or a new just a new parent and yeah like we just don't we don't encourage mom we don't I don't feel like we encourage moms enough in the relationship to explore their relationship to self yeah and so when we say everything has changed, are you saying everything around you has changed or are you saying you've changed? Mm. And if it's you who has, who's changed, let's, expo- yeah. let's explore that. So how, how have
1: you, I mean, I think it's hard to define like a, I, but, but how would yeah. you define that first, like in a, in a very, like a very high level? Which piece? What would you, ex- like, because I think it's, hard. I, I think sometimes, and I feel this way about any sort of like self-help book or program where it's, yeah. I think there are certain like psychoeducation pieces that you can get and can be like, oh, I never thought of it that way. That actually really helped me. But it's also like, we don't know your individual lives. There could be so many external factors that are really hard to give one like overarching piece of advice without knowing so, the systems you're a part of.
0: So if a so client wants to
1: know how you would explain relationship okay. to self.
0: So if a client were to know- come into my office and say, "Yes. Everything feels different. Every- I just had a kid and everything feels different." I yeah. would explore that. What is different? Yeah. What in your what externally has changed? and then what yes. internally has changed how are mm, you relating like to yourself differently than you did yes. before you became pregnant and then i would exp- i would look at you know like ingrained yeah the ingrained mom stuff that culturally we've all developed um and yeah. how is that contributing to because not only has our relationship to self changed. We also are now dealing with different external pressures than we had been mm-hmm. before. I'll use myself as an example. Like I've always been a really hard worker and I've always had but that looked different after I had kids. What was I working right. for? Where did I want my time right. to go? Um so no, I don't think that there is a way to a million percent be in the know of what changes are going to come after you have a baby. Right. impossible. And I, ex- I, ch- I challenge you to look at, start with your relation to, s- relation to self. So how are you talking to yourself? What does your inner dialogue yep. look like? What were your expectations before and what are your expectations now? Yeah. How can you be as caring to yourself as you're being to your baby? And what does Mm -hmm. that look like before saying like, my partner doesn't care about me anymore and I'm alone? Um, Yeah. How are you feeding yourself so that you don't feel alone? What does that, what does that look like? Um, And then kind of filling in the pieces from there. I think that's probably clinically yeah. where i what i have done and what i would do yeah. um yeah yeah i think i i love the the explanation you gave of
1: like the internal versus external like the yeah the external factors the external noise versus the internal noise both are equally important because it's hard for us to have an inner voice that's not influenced by the outside um and so they they work very closely together but mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm, I'm chewing on this. I think that's yeah, I like and that a, framing of it.
0: A parent who, a mom who's like, completely abandoned their own relationship to self, but yeah. is experiencing it as the world doesn't care about me anymore. Mm. There can be shifts there, like the yeah. world doesn't care about you anymore, or you're neglecting your own you're neglecting your own self and that is being yeah. projected onto not to say not to say anyone's to blame but i think in those feelings no, no, no. yeah in those feelings of like everything has changed yeah you know what do they say like change starts with a person it starts with a group it starts with a community and then it goes it ripples out and yeah. So exploring exploring this transition and what it has been like for you outside of just caring for your baby. How do you see mm-hmm. yourself now? How are you experiencing your own worth now? Is there worth outside of parenting? You know, those sorts of those sorts of those sorts of yeah. explorations. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everything does change. It does. It, it of course it does.
1: It does. Uh, yeah. I think um, what's coming up for me is when we've had conversations about um, self care
2: mm-hmm.
1: and how self care, even when I think about self care, is very much like um, an act or like a yeah. going, like the most tangible thing is like going to get a facial or something like that, where it's like yeah. something you have to pay for and really invest in. And what if we take a step back and be like, could self-care be as simple as validating that you are doing like you internally thinking and believing you are doing the absolute best that you can?
0: Yeah, I mean, no acceptance knowing, of what
1: you, yeah yeah,
0: knowing yourself acceptance. isn't knowing that you like to get a massage, knowing yourself is like really allowing yourself to crack open and yeah and witness your own transformation yeah there's yeah. a lot of vulner- Which, there's a lot of vulnerability in this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And I I also think, too, I wonder if this plays with, like, the
2: – I, I want to say, like, abandoning self for the sake of
1: your kid, which mm-hmm. sometimes I think is a narrative that we are also fed of, like, everything that you love and care about needs to take a back seat now because now you have a baby that you're responsible for keeping alive.
0: Well, and it, it- – Which – it validates this externalization of our own worth. Yeah. So that like everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. your oh worth yeah. is dependent completely on the things around you. Um when I I believe your worth starts with how you treat
2: yourself. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Period. Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. I don't know where we go from here.
0: Great. Yeah. So just things to think about. Um, Begin with evaluating how you're talking to yourself. I feel like that's the easiest. I feel like that's the easiest way to start is like, what's your internal dialogue about you Mm -hmm. in the midst of all of this change? Because I bet if you're struggling with it, there's for sure some – not so nice self talk happening.
1: Thank you for joining us this week. If you have questions or want to have your submission read on the show, you can find us on Instagram at I Love My Baby and or email us at I Love and at gmail.com.
0: You can find me, Aaron, on Instagram at Fourth Trimester Wellness and Ruby at Ruby Talks Relationships. And if you like what you're hearing, leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. And don't worry, all of that information is available in our show notes.
2: Bye. Bye.